Hello and welcome to Heart Yoga Radio. We're out in the hills again today. The birds sound very happy. It's very springy and the sun is actually shining, which is quite nice because we've had quite a lot of end of the world weather going on recently. <laughs> um, so this is our next episode in Interesting Times. Uh, times are very interesting today, but unfortunately I would say it's all bad on the bad side of interesting so uh, but then again we have the Tories uh, in uh, you know with a, a, an 80 seat majority so you know it's to be expected really yeah um so lots of things to say so where 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 shall we start <laughs> it's almost like yeah. there's so much to say where do we even begin yeah it's it's Monday the 15th of uh, March 2021 so the if you uh, when you're listening through the archives in the 24th century, you'll know where, where to, to place this <laughs> yeah. and where to go. If we're all still alive by then. Well, there is that. Once again, a number of horrendous news items drop on our desk, all at the same time. And what I want to do in this podcast is uh, suggest that these events are all connected and that we can draw out certain large questions from them uh, that we would do well to address and think about and analyse. So it's going to have a massive impact on our future, yeah, what's that, happening that, now. That's right, you know, and, 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 and uh, I'm not being abstract for the sake of it. I'm being abstract for the sake of uh, finding a way forward out, out of this, this mess. Uh, the first item is the uh, the recent murder of a young woman in London called um, Sarah Everard and the arrest of a serving police officer under the suspicion of, uh, that he's, in fact, the, the murderer. Now, I have to say, is you know, we don't have the outcome of a court case or the trial. We don't know what's going to happen about that. Uh, but this is not a good look for the police. And the, 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 the police officer in question, apparently, allegedly, has been investigated prior to the young woman going missing for uh, indecent exposure. So there's something going on there. But as I say, until, until there's a trial and, and all the rest of it, uh, one should be careful about ascribing blame. But we should say this is a bad look for the cops. Yeah. So that uh, police officer has been... Has been uh, he's arrest, been arrested, yeah. But, but what you said about the indecent exposure, was that proved? I, think, I don't know for sure. I think it was... I was thinking... I, if, if I think it, it was an internal investigation in the police, you know. I don't yeah, know, the don't fact know. that he's still acting yeah. uh, is a bit uh, well, he was, strange. Yeah, maybe he was on suspension. I don't, I don't actually know the ins yeah. and outs of that. Uh, I mean, you can find this out fairly easily. But I know he hasn't been tried or anything like that because this has only happened in the last the last week. Didn't she? she was reported missing, and then the police found some remains, and then they then they identified the remains, and and then this guy was charged. I think he's been charged. I don't think he's just been held for questioning. I think he's been charged. Nice. But you'll have to double check on on that. The point I want to make, I want to draw out of that, is that it's a bad look for the police. Yeah. Rightly or wrongly, it's a bad look for the police. And now, uh, what they did after that is an even worse look for the well, police. Well, this is the story that I'm telling yeah. you, is, is how, this, uh, <laughs> how this 
Uh, this is accruing, you know. Uh, this is intensifying. Women's groups in London put in a request to the Metropolitan Police to hold a vigil on, on Clapham Common. And there's been a lot of grief and uh, anger over this, this incident. And, and uh, a lot of disclosures on uh, various social media. Along similar lines to the Me Too disclosures, there's a lot of women saying they feel frightened when they, they, they're going home late at night and walking down the street and they a lot of women saying that they hold keys in their knuckles in case somebody attacks them or their phone. Well, I've they... certainly felt like that. I mean, yeah. basically, when we were yes. living in Wolverhampton, I never went out at night by yeah. my house by myself yeah. ever. Yeah. Well, well, many, many, many women, if, if not all women, report report this feeling, and and it's a feeling that they express as women, you know, but it's a, a, a particular thing that afflicts uh, women in our society. So there's, all of this has is, is, is risen to the surface and there was a request for a, a vigil for this, this, this poor young woman who was murdered. And the police said no under COVID. They said COVID, COVID restrictions, you can't do it. Now somebody took the matter to the High Court and the judge says that the police were perfectly entitled to, to ban it under current rules, regulations and COVID, COVID emergency measures. Nevertheless, they, they, some thousands of women went ahead and held a vigil at the weekend. And then the police, in their wisdom, the Metropolitan Police, tried to break it up. And of course, in modern times, this is uh, people are filming the, the events on phones and, and streaming it straight to YouTube, you know, straight to the internet. And there are some horrible pictures of the police who are basically roughing up women, throwing them to the floor, kneeling on them, handcuff, getting their hands behind the back and handcuffing them. And it was a peaceful protest, women just standing there, you know, and some, some women wanted to speak from the, the bandstand. And, OK, the police have already got a bit of a bad look. Now they've got this... And these, the, the, the footage is is very very shocking. You know, yeah, I've, I've not actually seen the footage myself. Well, it, or what, what, just describe it. Well, I mean, there's one there's one bit that's going around. So this this um, young woman and the cops sort of grab her and they they push her push her to the ground. Two coppers, two big coppers, and they get her arm up her back, her arms behind her back, and just handcuff her and lift her up and march her off. You know, really rough. Mm. And this woman subsequently, obviously, she must have been let out. And she's saying, I got arrested for just standing there. Yeah, and arrested right. in a really brutal way. Yeah, you know, and thrown to the floor. And, and she said, I'm five foot two and I weigh nothing. She looks about six stone. Yeah. A, a, a very small woman. Yeah. You know, and these were just big burly, burly, burly coppers and they were just uh, shit. And it wasn't the only incident, you know. Now, the, the, uh, the fascist gutter press... The UK fascist gutter press have actually come out saying that the police, the police uh, were, were too heavy-handed, and the Prime Minister, you know, Johnson himself, has come out and said he, he found it very, I don't know, disturbing, and it was going to be investigated. There have been a lot of calls for the uh, the, the police commissioner, the boss of the Met Metropolitan Police, uh, 
a, a woman, Dame Cressida Dick, uh, to resign. She said, I'm not resigning. She said, it was very disturbing what I saw, but the police, police were doing their best in difficult circumstances. Their job is to... It's to, it's to teach people about the law, you know, or something. I said, "Oh yeah, but uh-huh. you." Oh, that's a very that's a good I, lesson. I mean, it was it was there, quite, yeah. <clears throat> seeing her, hearing her interviewed and seeing her interviewed is pathetic, pathetic. Mm. Now, I want to say that, that that shouldn't surprise anybody. People think the police are like public servants, and you know, in America they've got to protect and serve. And we had a little bit of community. We had a bit of a, a flurry of community policing when the cops had come round and sort of and try and be friendly with people, you know. Uh, of course, that was stopped. That kind of community policing was had its funding cut, you know. The Tories, under austerity, uh, absolutely decimated police numbers anyway. So community policing was one of the things to go. But that's all surface. You need to realise that that is all surface. That's the story that they tell. You need to distinguish the story that they tell between the real power relations that go on underneath and the real material circumstances that surround police power, and not uh, not be do not be beguiled by the, the the stories about the thin blue lion and our noble police force. It's bollocks. The police is the uh, coercive wing of the state. Their job is to control, by violence if necessary, the behaviour of, of the great mass of people in order to preserve the status quo. And the status quo... Is, is what the Tories want. Is, is that... Is that at the whim of, whim of them. Yeah, is that 0.1% of the population have got pretty well all the wealth and all the power. And that is the place... Their job is to preserve that by stopping any unrest... Now, wading, wading in, I suppose technically, you know, the High Court had, had, had said that they were going to, it, it would uphold the police, the police's desire for there to be no protest or no, no, no vigil. And there are COVID regulations, and which they're still, still under lockdown in England. So there might be some kind of technical illegality about what was happening, but. Those those women in that protest, you can see you can see, you can see the films of it. There's loads of footage of it. We're all wearing masks and they were standing well apart, and it was outdoors, and the rate is down to forty per hundred thousand. So it was not significantly dangerous in comparison with many other things. And and the feeling is absolutely high and should be expressed. And Keir Starmer actually said that, that event should have been allowed to proceed and they should have sent some police women to stand stand around at the edge. Finally, to, to... Keir Starmer said the right thing. Yeah. Now, and it, it's not lost on, on commentators, particularly commentators from the left and the left women's movement, that, you know, these burly policemen are men, you know, and they were protesting the, the, the murder of a woman. Most likely by, by by a man, you know, as, as a a part of the violence against w- women on the streets. That almost you talk to almost any woman who doesn't just stay in the house, and they'll tell you the same thing that they feel afraid under certain circumstances, walking around alone as women. That there is still there is still you know that that potential for violence and harassment and, and assault and sexual assault. 
but women have to face every day. And, and because I'm being very abstract about this, you might think I'm wanting to belittle this, the, the actual specifics of this case and of the case uh, uh, of the women who, who were arrested in, in, uh, on Clapham Com Common at the vigil. I'm not. This, all of this is very, very important. The detail is very important. But there's people know that know that better than me. There are people who are there who you can listen to. But I don't think unless we analyse it and 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 and, and get the big round pic picture, we, we we don't have the equipment to fight it. And remember, women women have been have been fighting for emancipation since the dawn of time. You know, since patriarchy. But I mean, just just the struggle for suffrage. I mean, it started in the 18th century. You know, and. Um, Mary Wollstonecraft, you know, it's Mary Shelley's mother, you know, Mary Shelley wrote Frankenstein. Um, writing in the back end of the 18th century. Vindication of the rights of women. You know, then Harriet Taylor Mill and John Stuart Mill uh, uh, attempting to get some suffrage in, in par through Parliament for women. But I mean, women didn't have, have the vote across the board. Women over 21, regardless of any property qualifications, until 1928 in the UK. People forget that. Because, you know, the suffragettes, they got some votes for women, but they had to be 30 and they had to own property. Then they removed the property. Then they reduced the age. You know, it, it's like decades and decades and decades of struggle, centuries of struggle, yeah. just to get the suffrage to vote for a useless fucking oligarchical parliament anyway, <laughs> yeah. you know. And I'm concluding yeah. from the, the, well, I'm just not concluding this, I'm just being reminded how deep misogyny is and patriarchy is, how deeply inscribed it is in our culture and therefore in our brains, you know, in our souls. It's very, very deep, it's very deep. And... Uh, it's the same with, you know, racism, you know, particularly in the US, but, you know, there's plenty of racism in Britain. But the consequences of colonialism and the consequences of slavery roll on for generations and generations and generations. You know, and it's not to say there haven't been any advances and that the, 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 the struggles in my lifetime haven't paid off for women. They have, but there is still an enormous dead weight dark treacle in the fucking collective psyche. The men, men and the women who, who sort of think this is natural or right, because there are women who think that it's natural and right, you know. Um, how much of that there is still to fucking chip away at, and it's kind of a bit depressing. Now, I'd say misogyny is, is, is deeply enmeshed with the, the authoritarianism that the Johnson government are clearly displayed uh, with, in, in many respects. Now, just to, you know, mis misogyny is a kind of authoritarianism. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of a sadistic wielding of power by men over women that's naturalised in the culture as, as, as somehow like the, this is the way nature intends. It's biological. Men are a bit stronger and this testosterone bollocks, you know. Mm. So you get all of those stories. But it's, it, 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 they are ex excuses for, for men having authority vis-a-vis -vis relations to women, even working-class men to working-class women. I mean, as, as uh, Engels said in his famous book on the family, it's a wonderful book. If you want to get your head around some Marxism that doesn't burst your brain with facts and figures and economic analysis, read Engels' book on the family. I think it's called Private Property 
family and the state or something like that. It's, but it's an absolute classic. And he says that the working man in his in his own house, in his own family, is the bourgeois. You know, he's the guy with the power in that situation. We should, and the, and the, the whole kind of pattern of bourgeois dominance that you get in the factory or the workplace or the employment situation is reproduced in the family, even in a working class family. Yeah, we're talking about the Victorian when this all this was much stronger uh, than it is now. But uh, Engels was alert to that, that power dynamic. In other words, the authoritarian. It's like your father's word goes. You know, sort of patriarchy means the rule of the fathers. And even though that man might be the lowliest, the, the, the kind of floor sweeper in the factory and dominated by all the foremen and the charge hands and the boss and the bourgeois and the shareholders, in his own place, he himself is the dominator. You know. And of course, capitalism will always use any system of dominance that's pre-existing, because patriarchy pre-exists capitalism by a long time, to its advantage if it can. So this, talking about the authoritarianism of the, of, of the, of the Johnson government isn't un, disconnected for these reasons. Now, interestingly, Johnson has turned around and said, yeah, this is deeply disturbing. The Daily Mail, the Daily Express, the Sunday Express, all this, they're all saying, oh, God, this is, a, this, is ter this is terrible. They've seen that they can't... They can't get away with applauding the police on this one, can they? They can't, no, they've, they've actually got to... They, they must be kind of biting their teeth, you know, yeah. and thinking to do it, but they are having to do it. Probably privately, they're thinking, oh, those women deserved it. Well, they do, they, I mean... <laughs> some Bloody annoying women wanting to have a yeah. say in our society. Well, if you look, read, you know, YouTube comments are where, where the trolls excel, you know, and, and the, the, that sentiment is expressed, you know. They broke the law, fuck them, <laughs> you know. They should have their heads kicked in. The police should the police should kick their heads in. You know, mm. I mean, when all the Americans, the George Floyd stuff was kicking off, you know, and the guy, the, that guy Blake, they shot in the back and paralysed him for life. Yeah. You know, people, you get people on 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 social media say, "Well, they broke the law. What do they expect? You shouldn't break the law if you." So it's not actually the police's job to to be to be like Drudge Dread, you know, like, yeah. you, you know. Um, Police, investigation, trial, execution, all in one, mm -hmm. you know. Bang! Yeah, I shot him. Then it shot him once, in there. I shot him about seven, seven or eight times in the spine, yeah. And, I uh, know, oh, it's, it's kind of, kind of, it's, 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 written, it's written rather more large over there, but we, it's the same actual root situation applies here. Yeah, it's the kind police, of where we're going. Yeah, and, and it's getting worse, you yeah. know. Now, Johnson... This is interesting. Johnson has had to sort of, you know, make sort of noises. You've got to pretend to sort yeah. of not be sexist yeah. for a bit. And you might think, well, actually, he's, 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 uh, he's not the authoritarian and we've wrongly accused him. Now, today, having said that, uh, I'm now going to just turn that on its head because today a bill is going through Parliament, a 300-page bill on policing, uh, uh, sentencing, crime... Uh, in which there are clauses buried, buried deep within the 300-page bill, attenuating the, uh, the, the right to protest, you know, attenuating meaning, curtailing the right to protest. Giving peaceful protest. The right to peaceful protest, yeah. yeah. Even if you're just on your own. Yeah. Solitary, peaceful with, protest. With one just, placard. Just standing there. That can have you. No, I think, I think a lot in of it... In fact, you don't even have to be standing there. You can be even just be walking past... Yeah. 
and look like you might be protesting yeah. and you could be arrested. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and of course, this, this is, you know, one of many such moves that they've been doing since, since they've been in power. And so the very thing that women had to do in order to get the rights that they now have is now going to be illegal. Yeah. The peaceful yeah. protest. Well, this gives the police a lot more powers to, to say no and the government a lot more powers to say no. And it's dreadful. It's dreadful. Such a massive yeah. backward step. I just can't, yeah. can't it's like yeah. it's hard to even imagine how yeah. awful our future's gonna be if this yeah. this comes to pass. Yeah. Well it'll have to be pushed back. Now in, interestingly, Labour said they were gonna abstain on this bill like they did on the Spy Cops bill, which is disgusting. Yeah. What are they playing at? Fucking come on, grow a pair. That's you know, but they've actually said now that they'll vote again. They're going to whip, I think, oh, thank God for to, that. to vote against it. <laughs> but uh, there, there may be some Tory rebels now that she's come to light. But I don't know. It'll go through. But uh, I, I, you know, just I think revolution's the only way. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, the right for Pete to Pete to, to protest peacefully is. Uh, just a really important yeah. part of our society. Yeah, it shouldn't. It shouldn't even be a right, you know, because a right is something that's given to you. It's handed down from on high. It should just be there and unquestionable. You know, and okay, I know we have the language of rights, and it's kind. We can marshal it and all the rest of it. But who is it grants us that right? You know, our, our betters. Mm. You know, so all this, all this stuff that we spoke about in in. Um, uh, uh, in the previous podcast about hierarchy, you know, and all the ways of naturalising hierarchy. Of course, you know, one of the most powerful dominant hierarchies is, is the, uh, you know, is patriarchy, the rule of the fathers. And it's still alive and well. It's still alive and well as a system of oppression. And the police demonstrated amply that it's completely enmeshed with the general authoritarianism which is creeping up upon us. Now I want to say you, you heard it here first. We did, just prior to the lockdown, which is a year ago, we said, we thought that you know the public health measures were necessary to control COVID and we were right about that. But that the government would prob probably try and hang on to the the gains it made, you know, by having emergency measures, which enables them to do anything without Parliament under emergency powers to control the, this public health issue, right? Mm -hmm. And we were right because we always see them doing it, you know. And we also kind of identified this authoritarian street with three or four things that they've done. And here we find them doing it again. Yeah. And okay, there's a nuance here that, they, that the police have behaved so appallingly that they've had to try and distance themselves from their own coercive wing. But that's just an interesting nuance, you know, and you understand it when you understand between the surface, the presentation, the covering narrative. The mystifying ideology and what's going on underneath.
And we know from this outpouring from from women, grieved by this uh, the, the murder of this young woman, grieved by the their inability to hold a, a vigil, which is just just a totally kind of understandable impulse. And it's re it's revealed or brought into the light, which, which some, some of us always know. Yeah? Patriarchy is alive and well. Misogyny is alive and well. We know that racism is alive and well. And that, and that the police are in fact a coercive wing, despite the stories they might tell about like protecting us. And the government is a, a bunch of authoritarian fucking bastards who are now kind of spinning a yarn. A kind of libertarian yarn, which is the thing that they do every now and then. I mean, Johnson would claim he was a libertarian, you know, but in fact he's an authoritarian. Libertarian for those. Well, actually, he's more probably more of an opportunist, but he, well, he's an he opportunist. Yeah, like the, uh, the authoritarian. Thing. Oh, oh, he really, he really does. Yeah, he really does. He wants executive power, and it's a sad, sad fucking story. I mean, just a little postscript. The uh, a, a lot of women uh, then. Uh, Subsequently, and they might even still be there, then protested outside Scotland Yard, you know, about the actions of the police. And then they marched to uh, Parliament Square and held a kind of lying on the grass there, you know. <laughs> and and uh, what did the police do about that? I don't know. I think they, I, I, I don't know. I'll need to sort of f follow up. That's as far as I got with it. Mm. You know. well, it's probably still going on right now. It, it is. It's not going to go to bed. It's not going to get to bed. Uh, uh, these, the universe is on our side a little bit in these terrible times, and then it keeps kind of throwing up these little revelations of what we already know, but you, which you can kind of fall asleep over, you know, in which in which there is relentless effort to conceal. You know. And then suddenly that, you know, for all the relentless effort to conceal what the real power dynamics are, what the inequalities are, what the, the economic system is that upholds all this, all of this stuff is kind of concealed. They do a, a very full-time, there are people in, whose full-time job it is to conceal this stuff by telling other stories. <laughs> oh, another postscript, of course, the Duchess of Ca uh, Cambridge, she's the white one. Not the black one, not the black duchess, <laughs> the white duchess uh, everybody loves, not the black duchess who uh, 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 they want the right to they want to sac sacrifice to, to, you know, the god of Moloch or something. Oh, yeah. um, turns up at this vigil, obviously with the security detail and the cameramen and stuff. So that makes it rather difficult for Johnson to turn around and say, oh, I'm with the police on this. Mm, yeah. You know, it's a very, very bad look and they are in a bind and we should... We should shout it. Yeah. These bastards are complete authoritarians. And when push comes to shove, they'll get their bully boys to come and crack your head out them like they did with the miners at Orgreave. Yeah. And that is, that is the society we live in. And if we're going to move forward, we've got to bloody turn over a lot of this shit. But, uh, yeah, if we can't protest, it's going to be quite tricky. Yeah. They won't get away with it, mate. Maybe all the people who uh, went on the protest against the poll tax, which did actually get overturned, yeah. maybe all those people will remember that yeah. and think, hold on a minute, they, they, we can't protest anymore. Yeah.
you, you know. mean all those 70 year old all those boomers <laughs> <laughs> well who may be Tory voters now well apparently so but I've never felt any impetus ever, ever you know <laughs> well, yeah. I kind of started off somewhere like maybe two clicks to the left of Chairman Mao and now I'm about 12 clicks to the left of Ho Chi Minh you know as I got older it didn't, didn't happen to me <laughs> mainly because I was poor and all my life, perhaps. Well, you stayed true to the hippie code, didn't you? I tried to, yeah. Okay, so those are the uh, the main things that have been happening today, and I'm sure will continue happening for quite a long time to come, because um, yeah. I don't think people are going to forget this too quickly. No. <laughs> Although the Tories do so many despicable things so yeah. fast, that the worst thing that you think that they could yeah. possibly do is in out of the news cycle in a news study in a few days because they then do yeah. something even worse. Yeah. <laughs> but Black Lives Matter is not going away. No. Extinction Rebellion is not going away. And the women's movement is not going away. No. And they'll have their arguments over points of detail. But if that, that, those three to start with and trade unions and people of general goodwill get together. None of this shit that they're trying to pull over on us this, will, be, will be able to stick. But that's what it will take. So, sharpen your pitchforks, me arties. <laughs> Alright, well, we're coming to the end of our walk now. Walking through some the woodland past the stream. It's the noise you can hear. So I hope you're all okay. Hopefully one day the pandemic will be over. <laughs> and we can get out and about again, which would be quite nice. I mean, out and about in, like, with other people, with actual live human beings. Yeah, but nice. we're both zombies now, aren't we? <laughs> all right, then. Yeah, wash your hands. <laughs> That's all for now, folks. Speak to you soon. Make knowledge great again. <laughs>